Hello, people. How are we doing? This is another episode, episode number two, and yeah, we don't have a, we don't we don't have a we don't have a very happy conversation. We're not gonna have a very happy conversation because we're not too happy <laughs> with what happened on the on the weekend. Um, hi, Sarah. How are you doing? Yes. Hello. Hello, and welcome, listeners, to our next episode of nineteen oh nine FM. <laughs> Is there anything you want to say before we begin an opening statement, maybe about what happened on the weekend, or should we just dive right in into what we have to say? True. I. I mean, I. I keep thinking about how my mother raised me. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> but I don't think I'm going to follow that advice. I think you and I both have plenty to say and not much of it will be nice at all. So I say we just go for it. Rip off this Band-Aid and let's dive right in. All right. So um, like as usual, uh, ladies first, what do you think of the game? Anything that you want to get off your chest do it now it sucked it sucked I mean it sucked <laughs> I was thinking back as I, after the match was over thinking back to you and I talking about our preview and what we were hoping to see and I thought back to my words I want to see them come out strong and I'm like I'm eating crow right now I'm eating crow because this just sucks it was like 11 random strangers were just thrown out on the pitch and there was nothing coherent about it nothing cohesive about it uh, and yeah I am kind of hard-pressed to find anything really positive other than King Cobble I mean he was he was pretty good but yeah yeah, yeah that was definitely I mean you pretty much like wrapped it up in a in, in a nutshell <laughs> and uh, that's it for I, today guys yeah that's it. <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode <laughs> extremely quick this time around not much to say now obviously i'm joking uh if, if i if i have to make an opening statement right now for the people listening to us and for you know everyone in general all fans is that uh first of all we need to be more demanding that's something that i've realized since the last season ended that you know we're very happy uh with the performance of the team uh we're very happy whenever they play at home we're always supporting them we're always clapping the yellow wall the suit tribuna is always there to support but um I feel like we have to be more demanding with the team uh, because me, I, I I was also expecting, you know, that they were going to go in guns blazing, score five, six goals because, you know, the, the mind's wound hasn't fully healed. And let's be honest, it's not going to heal anytime soon. So I, I thought to myself, yeah, they're going to come pissed. They're going to come angry. But we got pretty much the same team that played against mines, you know, very, very slow, very predictable. So if I could say something to every single Dortmund fan out there and anyone listening to us is that we have to be more demanding with this team. You know, we have to expect more. We need to demand results. That's all I have to say about, um, you know, this, um, this topic about uh, talking about last season and expectations. I think, it's pretty crystal clear. Yes, absolutely. It yeah, I mean, was the match itself. It, it was. It was what? Uh, finish. Finish off the sentence for me. <laughs> it was 
uh, annoying. It was annoying. I'm, I don't even want to say it was disappointing or anything like that. It was annoying. It was a very annoying match, in my opinion, to watch and have to sit through. And the pub where I was. Oh, yeah, like, I went to a it, pub. Yes, it, it, that whole experience, uh, I haven't had a chance to to share with you at all what it was like. But basically, I was the on. only door. I was, I was the only Dortmund fan there, but they did have the match on TV for me. But okay. everyone else there was watching some rugby match. And then there was Man City and Totten Tottenham, I think, were playing at the same time. Yeah, they were playing so at that the same was, time. Yeah, so that was the audio that you heard in this pub. And anyway, so I'm sitting there and then finally, what was it, the 87th minute when we finally scored and the pub was like really quiet at that moment. And I just started screaming <laughs> because finally, at last we scored. Anyway, this uh, Man United fan turned to me and was like, you know, gosh, they nothing like waiting to the last minute. I'm like, yes, freaking tell me about it. Like it was annoying. It was freaking annoying. So that's how I would complete your sentence. <laughs> All right, that's a very interesting, interesting way. And yeah, I've also noticed, uh, at least to the places that I've been to, that there's a lot of rugby going on. I don't know anything about rugby. I just, I just, neither do I. Like a, there's a championship going on right now. But anyways, uh, yeah, we were, we were sending some messages, you and I, back and forth during the game. Uh, I think you told me at some point uh, that you don't send many messages while watching a game because you know you don't want to lose focus and stuff. But me, you know, I was just. I, I was just typing, um, you know, yes. a lot of stuff with caps lock <laughs> and sending messages and writing notes because I wasn't happy as well. And, you know, some of the things that I wrote, I'm, I'm reading them now. I have them right in front of me. And I can tell that I, I, I definitely was extra pissed. And now that I think now that some time has passed, I can, you know, just go through my thoughts. And I, I can pretty much tell that I was very... Um, I was too emotional. I wrote something along the lines of um, Terzic did absolutely nothing on the preseason. That Wolf, he adds nothing to the club. He's a bang average player. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I think you're a Wolf and, and other people, they really love Marius Wolf. But uh, I mean, at least for me, from what I can tell, I'm not too impressed, really. Um, there was also that that moment of that, moment where there was some confusion at the sidelines for one minute i think it was by no standing on the sidelines waiting to come on in first yes. was in front of him and just about as he was gonna go inside the pit ah oh, no 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 wait we messed up so uh, everything that <laughs> could have gone wrong went wrong in that game uh but hey we walked out with the points that's all that matters we don't want to dive in too much into the tactical aspect of stuff but i mean me today right now i'm just happy that we walk away with this exactly yeah no one is ever going to turn down three points at the end of the day no no it's a win yeah, definitely uglier and i think i mean i'm kind of assuming on behalf of the entire bvb fan base here <laughs> that we were just you know kind of let down it was like you know a balloon deflating all this there's always so much anticipation looking forward to the new season and then to just kind of have a, a just that kind of display that that we saw and uh, you know I'm thinking about my own emotions watching starting out by 
seeing that yellow wall and all the flags waving and that just you know so beautiful the yes yes and I was texting with my mother and she was like she had made a comment about the wall and I was like yes like I would just give anything to be there in, in that atmosphere right now no she was watching can, it yes yes and um it, I just knowing what the atmosphere and the energy level is like there in the stadium and wanting to be a part of it. So you have that high, you have like that extreme high at the beginning and then to have the match play out the way that it, that it did it again, I just think of a balloon deflating really. Like you said, a, a win is a win. We're not mad at the three points, but you know, uh, something more promising would have been nice it, a game like this is maybe more palatable a little bit further on in the season not necessarily but you know match day one but it is what it is on on to the next right yeah and special mention to our Algerian brother Rami Bensibaini he was he was just amazing I've never a few times I've seen a player put as much um courage and as much determination into making the tackles making the right passes tracking back he is he kind of reminds me of uh kevin gross from back in the day you know just like uh, a tireless 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 bull going back and forth on the pitch i i really like that guy and watching this first game i kind of thought to myself wow like i, I would definitely see myself wearing a number five pensibaini shirt because th those are the kind of players that i like you know uh rough on the ball you know not Dirty players, of course, but, you know, just rough on the ball and doing everything they can to win every single challenge possible. Those are the kind of players that I want on my team every day of the year. Yes. Now that you mentioned that, thinking of kind of who the camera gravitated towards and his was the face that I feel we saw kind of over and over again and I like seeing that too a player who's kind of always involved in the action in the mix of things trying to make things happen I, I always like seeing that from a player too so for his first official showing interesting and hopefully a sign of, of things to come from him yeah, it was definitely fantastic to see him see him play and see him adapt so quickly to the team. Um, you know, like I said, we're not going to dwell. We're not going to stay too much on the tactical aspect side of things. But um, that's definitely something that had to be mentioned that we definitely had to um, had to put out there. And up next, what do we have? We are going to play a thing Bohum on the weekend. Yes, and really. I've been thinking about this and I'm like, what, what can we really say? So I believe they lost five to nothing. I can't remember who they played last weekend, but they, I mean, they lost abysmally. So I'm thinking about our history with that team. And I think the last time we played them, we tied. It was like 2-2 two, two or 1. or I mean, it was a, a relatively low low score. For sure, it was a 1-1 one, one on a Friday night. Yes, we played away um, in their turf. And yeah, and yeah, you're right. They actually got blown away by Stuttgart 5-0. But then again, yes. I mean, we're playing away from home in their stadium. We, we already know how this team behaves sometimes. So, uh, I mean, and, and after this performance... 
God knows, you know, <laughs> we don't really know what's going to happen. That game, I know. But... I want to be positive, but I'm feeling kind of cynical because, you know, with the 5-0 loss, I feel like they're due up <laughs> to redeem themselves. Oh, yeah, they're over. They're going to redeem themselves against PPB. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they're definitely going to overcompensate in that game. And uh, um, I just hope that some players really step up because we're definitely going to need them. Um, but hey, like I said, I mean, at this point, especially after what we've been through the last couple of seasons, I just try to be positive and look forward to the next game and the next game and the next game because you never really know when these guys are going to give you one of the best football performances you've seen from them of all time. So it's really something to look forward to. Yes. And, you know, players that come to mind for me, one of our veterans, first and foremost, Hummels, I have officially decided that he is not allowed to retire ever he has to stop aging right now <laughs> uh, if only, like if only life <laughs> right like i know the the science must exist but yeah um i really enjoyed watching him last weekend and oh he wasn't you know unpassable maybe that's the right word unpassable yeah um so definitely looking forward to seeing him and you know always really looking forward to seeing him you know that yeah go ahead no i was just gonna say he's not he's just not allowed to retire i will simply not allow it (laughs) you know you you got me thinking um if i could pick one player to not retire or that hadn't retired back in the day i think i I don't know why this is the first name that came up um but I'm pretty sure that a lot, of, a lot of people would agree and be happy with this Roman Biden fellow because that guy was just amazing, a leader uh, under the post. Um, it was just exceptional. And you can just you could rely on him on every single game, on the big ones, uh, especially. He, he just never let you down. And I'm going to draw a little bit of a comparison with Kobel. Kobel, the only thing that I might criticize of him is that he just he just misses so many games uh, due to injury, muscle problems, and stuff. And from what I can remember, Bidenfella, he was always very you know consistent with his health. So if I had to pick one player to never had retired, I would definitely go for for Roman right there. I I would support that for sure. I wore his jersey for a couple of seasons, and there's a reason why. He was the number two keeper on the national team in in yeah. Brazil. And yeah. It, yeah. it was because of that, because he was just an animal between the sticks. You know, he was reliable and consistent and, and yeah. Um, and, and you I know mean, what? You know what? Uh, if you ask me, he should have been the goalkeeper. He should have been in the national team since before. He made his debut and. Uh, 2013 or 2014 in a friendly, I remember. Uh, already, you know, way, uh, way past his best age, I believe. He was, you know, mm-hmm. sort of leaning towards his final years. And I think that's ever since 2010, he should have been the goalkeeper for the German national team. But uh, you know how these things work. They always, they always uh, handpick the Bayern players first. They have like, they have this, um, you know, kind of like the Disney fast pass for the national team. If you play for <laughs> yes. Bayern... If you play for Bayern, you're pretty much on the national team. That's it. 
that's it. And I, I, I really, really despise it. And that's something that I've always said. These guys get preferential treatment. And yes, I mean, they're, they're pretty good. But you know, you know who I think Germany had back in the day? They had this guy, uh, Boots, something like that. And you might be wondering, like, who the hell is this guy? Exactly. Who the hell was that guy? It should have been Biden fellow. But anyways, and anytime someone touches that topic, I get a little... Uh, like uh, I get confrontational. I think that's the best way to put it. <laughs> yeah. So that makes me wonder when, because Hansi Flick was at the BVB match. So when oh, yeah, you I think see, I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was there. So when you see Hansi or whoever is the the coach of the national team at that time, when you see them at the match watching the, the game, is that you know a good sign a bad sign do you want the national team to leave the the club alone leave our players alone or is it really more like yes he should be at every bvb match we are the team to watch uh, what what do you what do you make of that when he shows up to a bvb game i think it's definitely a good sign uh Especially in a game like this, Dortmund Köln. I mean, he's not really gonna see some Köln players because it's actually Dortmund that has um, a wider selection for him. You know, there's Schlotterbeck. Yeah, didn't play Adeyemi. You have Embrashan. So you have a wide selection, and I think it's um, even though I'm not German, I feel I feel proud when I see Dortmund players being selected for the German national team. Of course, I don't like it when they get called up to these. Um, I was going to say, yeah, I'm going to say it. these stupid friendlies uh, in the middle of a season and then they get injured and I don't like that. No one likes that. It's one of the reasons why I think if we were to make a poll around Twitter, do you like the international breaks? Yes or no. 95% of the people, they're going to tell you, no, I don't like them. Um, but I, I, I don't know if the players know beforehand if the, if the, Bundestina is going to be there because if they know I think that I mean I, I would get a little bit maybe I would get a little bit nervous you know and I don't know if this happened with some of the players um, I don't know if Sean for example now that he has the armband he's on the spotlight yeah. whatever happens is his responsibility there's also the German national team coach so I don't know if that has for example some sort of um, like effect on their minds on their it mental game, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, de it definitely must have. I can't prove it, of course. I've never played uh, football at that level. But I, I don't know. Sometimes it seems like whenever this guy comes to our games, we just don't do good. You know, he's like bad luck charm. Yes, it's like, of course, I, I find myself thinking, of course, this is the match he's here to watch, you know, as our team is busy impl imploding or something. But yeah, um <clears throat> I I do feel this the same way when they when the national team announces their squad or whatnot. I I love seeing BVB guys make the cut, um, but I like you. I have this. I'm filled with the same amount of trepidation when we have the international breaks because our squad is just very prone to injury for whatever reason. There's something in the water in Dortmund. I don't know. But, well, you yeah, tell us it, you were there a couple of months ago, <laughs> and you got sick. And yes, you got sick. yes. This is our new theory, our new conspiracy theory: the water in Dortmund. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. 
<laughs> it, it it gets you thinking, you know. It, it makes you think, like, okay, maybe there is actually something. Well, no, nah, no. Nah, I mean, of course, that's stupid. <laughs> There's nothing in the water. <laughs> it's actually like rated really well for drinking out of the tap. <laughs> Do I did my research, people? <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah. Uh, so especially the there are a couple of friendlies coming up. Coincidentally, they are taking place. Uh, st- or there's yeah, there are two taking place stateside. There's one happening in Philadelphia in October, and then there's another one in Connecticut in October. So I'm like kind of toying with the idea of going to these matches but yes i mean when we get to the more serious uh, international play like world cup qualification euro qualifications like those obviously just mean more than 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 the friendlies do but of course yeah and there's actually going to be i think there's going to be a uh, a friendly endorsement against France uh, at yes. some point this year, maybe in a couple of months. I, I really don't know. I don't keep up. It's next um, month. I don't keep tabs on it. Yeah, I I just pop into Twitter. Or, okay, now called X or whatever. Um, I, I'm still <laughs> gonna call it. Um, I'm dying on this hill. I I just go into tw- I just go into Twitter and I realize like okay they're gonna play through this. So yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm never really on the lookout for their schedule or their games. Uh, but that's definitely going to be something fun to watch, I think. Absolutely. Especially having the the game there in Dortmund is something so cool to see. When I saw them post that on Twitter, I was like, I quickly Googling, all right, how much is airfare right now from Orlando to Dortmund so go to that match in September? I mean, it, it is not going to happen, unfortunately, unless I win the lottery, but... Uh, so, but yeah, we're I mean, eight days away from September. Imagine the, the, the price on that thing now. I know, I know, kind of crazy, but uh, yeah, it definitely just you know, obviously, it's like the the ultimate stadium. In in our opinion, I know we share that opinion when it comes to football. So but, it's yeah. kind of like an an honor being able to host a, a national team match there. You know, there's been uh, there's been something on my mind, and I don't I, I don't think I I think maybe I mentioned it once about two months ago, replying to someone on Twitter. But um, you know, I I never tweeted anything about this or anything. Uh, I don't know if it might happen or not, but um, I'm hoping that maybe, maybe, just maybe, by the end of this year, I can get to go to a game. Um, because actually on my birthday they're gonna be playing against Leipzig in that stadium in the Westfalen Stadion. So, uh, I'm crossing my fingers that it can actually happen. Uh, you know, I just have to figure out the whole logistics of you know get the tickets, get the planes, you know, accommodation. But hopefully, I can make it happen. Just putting it out there for people to get excited for me and maybe raise a little prayer or two to whoever you pray to. Yes, I'm sitting here with <laughs> the the football pod, the fo- football gods. <laughs> yeah, the football gods. But I'm yeah. sitting here with my with my. <laughs> we know that my, my mouth like <laughs> what what we we know that society nowadays can be a little sensitive with many subjects. So yeah, let's just call them the football gods. We don't want to name anything in particular. <laughs> right, and you're just. And you're putting it out there so that you can manifest it, Alessandro. That's what you're doing. You're vocalizing it so you can manifest this in your future. Exactly. But make I'm it, sitting make here. Make it happen. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. 
I'm sitting here with my mouth open, like listening to you wanting to do this. I mean, I obviously support you 5,000% with this endeavor. You and I have talked about this a little bit during my trip there, which also coincidentally happened. Um, my birthday fell while I was there in Dortmund as well. Yeah. So I, I mean, I just absolutely support you making this happen. It will, I mean, it will just be incredible. You know, it will be incredible and you you'll make it happen when the time is right. You will make it happen. So when is your birthday, by the way? 10th of December. So whoever's listening December to this, 10th. write it down so you can send me a little message. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. Uh, do we, do we have just... anyone who does like star maps or star charts, birth charts? <laughs> can you draw one up for Alessandro? Tell us what his future looks like, please. <laughs> you know, of all the things you've said now, I just heard the words support and the number 5,000. So if that's you saying that you're going to send me a 5,000 something i mean i, I wouldn't know. <laughs> just talk about the currency first <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh that's imagine, imagine that <laughs> well i have a couple months to save up to, to send you five thousand what i don't know i'm trying to think of a currency the of five thousand with five thousand as a denomination that i could afford like uh, what is the conversion rate of U.S. dollars to, I don't know, yen? Maybe I could send you 5,000 yen. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever works best. Whatever works <laughs> Any Any help is really appreciated on this. <laughs> well, speaking of manifesting things and <clears throat> goals or whatever, when it comes to BVB games, anything BVB related, I want to talk about that sky fan box thing that I saw I feel like I saw it for the first time in this match this past weekend where those two guys were sitting in that like special little seat seating area uh, yeah, it like, was so funny how we both that? it was so funny how we both texted each other as soon as we saw that we just we just <laughs> jumped to the phone and yeah it looks so it looks so badass um uh it did look I'm pretty sure that it's uh like on the sidelines I don't know if it's right next to the I, I I mean, it should be next to the next to the benches or in the middle or somewhere. But yeah, it was two guys sitting there, right? From yes. what I remember. Yeah, I don't know if you have to pay for that. I mean, I, I the first thing I I thought about when when seeing those two guys sitting there was uh, how how much did those guys pay for the, those seats? <laughs> Yes, I was like, what the fuck is that? And how the fuck do I sit there? That's what what crossed my mind when I saw that. It was instant envy. I will not deny it. <laughs> yeah, it definitely looks like one of those one of these um seats that you get maybe on American sports, you know, whether it's NFL or NBA, those courtside tickets that probably cost you like, I don't know. I mean, you you are American, so you probably know this better than me, but maybe like 10k if it's a big game for example usd of course yeah right yes uh something something in that neighborhood i would imagine the other thought i had was seeing <clears throat> sky on the name of, of the box or whatever it was where they were sitting i was just wondering i'm like maybe they i don't know maybe they want a contest they wanna, or maybe yeah, they exactly. they want a contest uh, you know, because I mean, we I also know. have to keep in mind that this is Dortmund, and you know, this is the club for the people. Keep prices affordable, cheap beer, yes. cheap tickets. So, I mean, 
I don't think that they're trying to break some of those things and now you know uh, put put out there a 500 euro ticket sky deck thing um maybe, <laughs> right. yeah, but anyways who knows who knows maybe maybe we'll be sitting there one day fingers crossed uh, from again from your lips to the foosball god's ears <laughs> oh yeah i imagine if i can actually sit there and you know, see the players and actually see them warming up and, you know, getting called by Kill or Terzic to get some kind of instructions. That would be that would be a beautiful, beautiful dream. Absolutely. <laughs> you mentioned a little something about also a Jersey conspiracy or something like that. Like, what's yeah, that so about? I'm all oh, I'm we... all down for conspiracies. So for many seasons, I was in the habit of always getting a new jersey um, right. you know just with every every new season was like jersey you know how yes yeah, so you know how you would well i mean at least i don't know if you did but for me whenever i would um get ready to go back to school the new school year i'd always get new clothes well it was kind of the same for me with the football season i would get the new bvb jersey so anyway it's been a couple of years since there's been a jersey that i'm like okay yes i i want i mean you and i have talked i've gone back and forth like oh we need to get it we're this is the year we're gonna get an an omre jersey and i don't know about you i still have that for the past they're five just, years <laughs> i know i know but there just has not been a jersey that i'm like okay i'm willing to you know spend money on that until i saw the new keeper jersey which Koble wore in the final match of last season and it was that kind of purple one which I also remember pointing out to you because if I recall you're not a fan of purple which is okay I don't uh, but- <laughs> understand what is it with you and these colors and the goalkeeper kids like I mean uh, they're, they're a little bit mad for me especially that purple one with the with the lines going like the chevron it's called a chevron design (laughs) anyway um i don't know there's something just something about it that i was like it caught my eye and i am now obsessed with this kit i'm obsessed with finding this kit and i found a couple sites where i can get it but i but without the flocking or whatever without his name on it and i i'm sorry i have to have his name so if you go to the BVB, the online, their online shop, the international version, and you look at their section, the section on the site for jerseys, you'll see the home kit and uh, the cup kit. Then when you look right. at the keeper, keeper stuff, you'll see the his jersey, but an orange version, which he has not worn yet, by the way. And right. then you'll see the purple shorts. You'll see the purple socks, and then you'll see the purple jersey shorts and socks, but in kid sizes. So it's all there except for literally the jersey. The only itself. thing you want is not there. Yes, like what the hell? What the hell? And then he just keeps wearing that green version, which I don't think the green version is even available on the site. Uh, anyway, so I'm convinced that there's some sort of conspiracy that there's finally a jersey I want and I cannot buy it. I'm like literally begging BVB to take my money and they will not take it from me so I can buy this kit. I mean, to be honest, oh. I think you're the only person interested in that kit. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. They're not going to put it out there if it's not a popular choice among among the people. And I really, really don't think it is. I don't know what, I don't know what 
in that kit, to be honest. Okay, well, let's add another layer to this conspiracy, okay? You and I have not talked before about what we think of the home kit, which is fan-designed this season, which that it's aspect atrocious. is super... I mean, I like that. I, I like that it's fan design, but yeah, I agree. I'm not. I'm not buying this jersey. I'm not a fan of it at all. So, my other theory about the jerseys this season, because they have not released their away kit yet, if I am correct, right? Yeah, but by still... this by this point in the season, we we should have all three, four kits already Are announced they... and available. Yeah, you're right. It's not um, it's not a thing yet. So my theory is that they're really trying to push this home kit because I'm like, what they're playing away this weekend. What the heck are they gonna wear? I bet you anything that they're, they're gonna, go gonna... Yes, yes, because they're pushing this kit. They are pushing this kit. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna so... yeah, they're definitely they're <laughs> definitely pushing for it. There's also a reason why they removed. Uh, last season's kits because I remember that in the summer I think it was July or something like that I went to the side because I was thinking about purchasing one of the kits of last season and they were there but I went back there I think maybe one or two weeks ago they're not available so of course I mean it's only normal that they want to push their most recent products um, but yeah it's a little bit weird that they haven't really announced the away kit and yeah, it's just uh, it's just a little bit odd. So yeah, I mean they're definitely gonna play yellow this weekend. Uh, next weekend after that, first of September, we host Heidenheim. So yeah, also yellow. So God really knows when they're gonna do that. Yes, I mean I'm really itching to to buy a new jersey, but you know we'll see. the The cup kits are kind of growing on me. Oh, yeah, but, to a big time, especially after seeing pictures of people actually wearing it or, you know, like yes. video selfies with them on the shirt. It's actually it's actually looking pretty nice. Um, the, the only problem is the money. You know, it's sometimes these new kids can be a little expensive and um, yeah, you can pay for them. But, uh, you know, your wallet takes a little bit of a hit. So. So, yeah, I'm thinking about it, but I might just get it maybe. You know, Thanksgiving era, there's a lot of discounts. So maybe then I'll get it. And we have to see if they're going to do another like special. I feel like they, they've they kind of got this uh, annual thing going where they'll oh, always do a special yeah. edition. The yeah. limited, you know, where we all queue up at like six in the morning. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the Sonderzeitkurs. <laughs> People who speak German have to have to pardon me for my pronunciation but um yeah yeah i mean all of them have been absolutely stunning and beautiful but it's always a mess because you know the, the side comes down and you know it's just like it's just like what we see on the pitch you know everything collapses so <laughs> yes <laughs> i guess we're pretty much used to it but um yeah anyways really looking forward to to the weekend we're almost on wednesday and thursday already so the wait is getting the wait is getting shorter for this next game and you know i'm um i'm even more excited about this one than the first one to be honest cuz i know that like we said when we play away there's danger so that's going to make it even more interesting so absolutely 
Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far, if you didn't, well, too bad. Maybe you'll join us for the next one. <laughs> and yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been very fun speaking to you again, Sarah. Yes, it's always always a good time. And and thank you for sitting through all of my various conspiracy theories. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely. I mean, some of them are a little bit ridiculous. Some of them are fun. <laughs> I mean. It has to be. It has to be controversial. Otherwise, it's not a. It's not a real conspiracy theory. But um. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Last words for the people, Sarah. Anything you want to say? Anything you want to add? Really, uh, just uh, thank you, thank you to our listeners, and and hope you enjoyed this episode. And really, just looking forward to the next match. Always excited to see what we're gonna get from the team. Yeah, there's definitely going to be something interesting happening. I can I can see it coming. It's a little bit earlier this time on Saturday, which is uh, honestly for me even better. So, yeah, thank you guys for for tuning in, for listening, and catch you next time. See ya.